You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Howdy there, folks. Welcome back to another episode of Completely Fucking Clueless Podcast. My name is Audrey Jane Flowers. And my name is Sarah Alice Alitti. And we both use she, her pronouns. I'm in PJs. Yes. And honestly, I wish you would have told me I would have brought mine. I Okay. So we had discussed what time we were doing this, but because my brain just kind of erred and didn't quite understand, I absolutely could have told you in time. <laughs> I've been in these PJs for like two hours now. I love it. Um, I should have told you. It's but okay. I mean, I'm in what's sweatpants. What's the difference between sweats and PJs? Literally. Yeah. Honestly, though, I've been in sweatpants for the last like two months. Ever since I moved to my apartment, yeah. I have been really struggling with my work from home life. So I'm honestly grateful that... Not, when is February like a week or two a week and a half maybe soon mm, February soon. soon that I will be officially having to go into the office on Tuesdays and Thursdays mm. I think my soul needs it like I am not good at self-motivating myself to get outside of my apartment when I work from home the last like two weeks have been so crazy with work and I literally have not like left my apartment yeah I get real bad about not leaving my apartment not so much for work stuff but more so for like depression stuff i'll just yeah really easy to hermit hole and it's not good for you i feel like these apartments in the city are like caves almost yeah i think part of it is like you know that like just like i love living in the city but like going out on the street requires a level of energy that like exiting your house into a yard really doesn't like even just going to the lobby i'm seeing strangers like i went down and got packages in my little pjs but a lot of strangers saw me totally no I agree with that there is such a level of energy and sometimes I'm like where do I go like yesterday Mm -hmm. I was like I know I need to get out but it's really cold and it was like rainy snowy and I'm so I'm like I don't want to go in on a walk but I'm like there's nothing that I need so like where am I going and I think at home it was just easier to like hop in my car and like drive to get a coffee or drive around versus like walking around I don't know it just like wasn't as appealing I'll walk to like get a treat yeah uh I need to find a place that I like want a treat from. The thing is, is I've tried a couple coffee shops near my apartment and I'm not vibing with anything. Mm. And so like there's no incentive. I need like some sort of incentive to get out. Fair. Which is which is hard. So, yeah, I've literally been in sweatpants. I mean, I'm always in them because I when I work from home, I love the aloe sweatpants. Those are like my favorite. They are a little bit pricey, but I've had two pairs of those sweatpants that I've probably had for three years. So I feel like the hundred like twenty dollars that the sweatpants are have like totally been worth it. I've emotionally been just uh, I've recently been emotionally eviscerated uh, because my favorite sweatsuit, my bright green Kermit one. Yeah. So I have communal laundry, which I have laundry and building, which I am very lucky to still have. But recently, as in like the last year, more so than my first year that I lived here, I am just getting bleach spots on everything. Uh. And both the like sweatshirt and sweatpants now just have like these big swaths of uh, bleach staining. And it is devastating for me. It is. I loved that suit. I feel like it was one of my iconic looks. I know because I feel like sweat suits, sweatpants, they're just like, okay, they're comfy and they're cute. Yeah. Like that's the thing. If mine's in a fun color and they match and it's like a heavy quality, I feel like that bitch. Right. And you know, what's so funny. Cause like looking back on my youth, it was like, I never really wore sweatpants at all. No, athleisure culture was not the same when we were growing up in the way it is now. I mean, like 100%. even like 
leggings came around i feel like when we were like tail end of middle school yes. beginning of high school yeah but i remember like my mom used to confuse the word sweats and leggings a lot because in our head they were just the same because wow. it was like before the lululemification of athletic wear no i will never forget getting my first pair of lululemon leggings i got two pairs when i was in middle school because that is when soul cycle started and i got really like really into soul cycle with my parents and so my mom got me two pairs of their leggings and I wore those things like there was like no other legging out there. So my mom got me some Lulus before they were in. Like they became in probably when we were in high school. And I discovered that my mom had definitely given me a couple pair of Lululemons. But like the ones with like, do you remember middle school when like the really wide, various colorful bands were super in? Yes, yes, yes. So I owned some of those Lulus. Um, But I remember what brought me to back to Lululemon in high school. Cause I technically had had them. I think uh, one pair that my mom gave me in middle school or something was I remember freshman year of high school. I was in leggings. They were from Victoria's secret. Mm, oh, I bend over in class. Everyone laughs. No, they can see my underwear. Oh, my Victoria's secret leggings. Incredibly see-through. <laughs> Incredibly see-through. I threw them out. Vowed never to wear uh, that I was a Lulu bitch from then on. I've owned other leggings besides Lululemon. I'm nothing, but I like that was a a moment I will never forget in high school. Like these can burn. No, literally. Like even now, like w- if you walk around the city, like you'll see the girlies like wearing their cute sweatsuits and like mm-hmm. sweatpants because like streetwear has really like taken yes. off. And honestly, I'm just so happy for it. I also think like we already as dressers have become a lot more casual. Yes. Um, but I think the pandemic really solidified that because it was all about like, how can we come comfortable? And now I feel like we can't go back. Like I used to wear a pretty big high heels wearer and I loved my heels and I really had built up that pain tolerance. Like, Oh my I gosh. Do it. Audrey in college was in these like stiletto. Boots. They were not stiletto. Boots. Oh my God. They were so they high were like though. This high, but they were like ankle boots. Okay. Were, like, sure. Like a thick heel, not like yes. a thin. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I lost my tolerance for it. Like I literally can be in heels for like 20 minutes now before I'm like, Oh, my feet hurt. No, Steph and I were talking about this the other day when we went to go to the Mean Girls premiere. Mm -hmm. I was wearing these little booties and... Uh, like I can't wear them anymore and no. in college I used to wear them to every party there was I wore heels like in the snow in high school and college like insane voluntarily and now I'm like damn that bitch was built different no I talk about this with Olivia all the time about like ha- like half of the reason why I hate going into work sometimes is because of I have to get dressed mm-hmm. and I think you're so like on the nose with the pandemic and during that time like we rarely had to get dressed and now to get dressed is like putting on a bra for that many hours like you guys like I come home my tits are sore there's like the like my stomach is sore from the like wire pushing Mm -hmm. into it oh my god and I can't sit in jeans anymore oh no like I refuse to wear jeans if I wear jeans somewhere, the moment I enter my home, they're off. Like, oh. actually, you can't see them. They're out of frame. But my jeans are right next to my couch because when I wore these jeans the other day, I got home, immediately walked in, just took them off on the ground. A hundred percent. And usually, like, if I'm going out to dinner, I'm like, is there a different pant that I can wear or skirt or whatever? Because it's painful. A lot of my pants are just are, are unnecessarily big. Like, my black and white pair are a bit big on me. Yeah. And I kind of love that because they stay comfy. That's good. I, you know, I have this like sensation thing where I need like things to like feel like tight enough, but not too tight. I don't like the sensation of things being tight. Mm. 
except for sports bras. I if if I can't wear a sports bra and I have to wear a regular bra my whole day ruined awful i get that awful. i get that i get that that's how i feel i put on a bra to come here because like my boobs are so big like they just i i need something they'd be, they be wilding around they'd be moving <laughs> everywhere like i cannot go down the stairs without holding them like because they're gonna just go <laughs> they're gonna assault me <laughs> the boobs assaulting you yeah. i swear to god one day when i have kids after i'm like done having children I'm getting my boobs done. I'm getting my titties cut off. Oh, I'm not getting them cut off because I still like them. But like something needs to happen. These are too big. I'm going to go down to something significantly smaller. Yeah. I, I have discussed. I feel like I'm not sure if on the podcast, like with friends, like it, I wish we were significantly less gendered as a society. Like I, I, I don't think I'm someone who's necessarily going to ever like change pronouns or anything, but I just wish we were substantially less gendered. And part sure. of that is if it was would affect the way that I'm view less than it definitely would. I would probably get all my titty cut off. Yeah. As of right now, the plan is just to get most my titty cut <laughs> off. Um, just because I think the, particularly like being an acting, like the, the way that I will be viewed if I had completely no boobs would be weird and et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Uh, the world, the world, but you know what this is? This is our 90th episode. What? Isn't that really crazy? That is. Like 90 episodes of us like doing this. Do you still like us? I hope so. Love me. <laughs> and that means 10 episodes until 100. I know. That's the thing. I was getting so excited about 90. And then I was like, girl, calm your ass down. Nine, 100s and 10. Like, <laughs> But 90 feels like so much. Like, it just feels like so much. Like, I, I realizing it today, I was like, holy shit. Like, that's a lot of effort towards something mm -hmm. that you're not getting a lot of money from. <laughs> barely any. I'm like, you know, like, there's days where I'm like, ugh. On top of like the actual job I work, we do this. I like to make my own content. And sometimes I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? And then I remember that there is something special about having a passion and a dream and something that you want. And like, I think the podcast is, it's reached, I don't know when it reached this point, but it's reached a point where if I do something for long enough, it just becomes like unquestionably a part of who I am. Like, Oh, I'm, it's a habit for sure. Yeah, like that's the thing. The yeah. podcast is literally a habit now. It's, it would feel strange not to. the weeks where we don't have anything coming on on Tuesdays like I I feel uncomfortable <laughs> like <laughs> what am I doing no it does it's like a part of like the week like it's structured yeah. into our lives so much that I'm just like of course I'm gonna keep doing this obviously like duh um but yeah I just think it's so cool that this is like yeah. 90 episodes you guys thank you for joining us yeah so episodes. crazy so do you have any like life updates or things that you want to share with the crowd well i'm popping home this weekend for an audition <gasps> how um, are you feeling give us the tea I, I i'm not really feeling anything like exactly right now but That's i know okay. like when it comes to the morning of like i'm gonna be really nervous but i had a meeting with meeting i had a lesson with my voice teacher we went over what i'm doing I feel pretty solid in my cuts. Um, again, I'm going to feel incredibly nervous to the point where like I'm going to want to vomit, cry, not show up day of. Are you a nervous peer? Yes. I am such I'm a, a nervous, nervous peer. Pooper. Ooh. I remember there was a callback for 1940s Radio Hour, <laughs> which was a musical that we did in high school. Well, not really musical. It's a play that has music in it, and there is a difference. And if you want to know, DM me um, <laughs> or Google it. The answer is also on the internet. Um, but anyway, it was callbacks. <laughs> My friend, 
Andrew Stevens party and I kept passing each other away to the bathroom because A, it was a long evening, but we both just had nervous poops. So we just kept oh. passing each other going to the bathroom to poop. And there's there's nothing more coming out. At a certain point, you can't poop or pee anything right. more. Um, but it was very funny for us. That is funny. No, uh, that's the thing I really remember about like auditioning in general. Like even when I was doing college auditions and I sort of got used to it because again, you do something enough, like you stop feeling as nervous for it. But I just like, could not stop peeing. Like it didn't matter. And to make matters worse, like you're hydrating yourself. You're crazy hydrating. Literally. Like everyone's like feasting like a water bottle down their throat. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Um, so I'm excited and nervous for that. If I got the job, it would mean being out of New York for a bit. Um, I think over actually when I'll need to move out of this apartment, which would cause its own complications. But we're going to burn that bridge when we get there. A hundred percent. I love that combination of sayings. Burn that bridge when we get there. Yeah. Love. I think it's really funny. <laughs> um, uh, Julia, my absolute bestie, has joined me in trying to do 52 dates this year. And she's, yes. she's absolutely crushing me, guys. I haven't succeeded in going on a single date. She's been on three, I think. Uh, so, Julia, I'm so proud of you. To me, less so. <laughs> I'm trying, guys. I'm, I'm trying. Are you on, Are you talking on the dating apps? I am. And I asked someone. I was like, I'd ask them, like, do you want to? <laughs> and they have her oh, Okay, but that's A for effort. It's not like you aren't trying. I am trying. You just have to secure Love one. me. Also, <laughs> I don't have it near me, so never mind. Um, you just have to secure one. But speaking of New Year's resolutions, my only New Year's thing, I think I said it on the podcast, mm-hmm. was trying to be like more honest with people and tell people and how I feel. crushing it. I'm crushing it. My therapist did say today that I'm doing a good job. You but are. It is so fucking hard. I absolutely hate it. Something that I've learned about myself is that I really do not like the potential of upsetting people or disappointing people. And I'm learning that like sometimes like people are going to be disappointed or upset at you or whatever they feel towards you. And that's okay. I mean, because literally as women, we're taught like to put people's comfort and happiness over our literal safety yeah I know I do it like all the time like even like things like oh I want to stay out longer let's say somebody says to me they want to stay out longer and I'm like I don't really want to do that but like a part of my head is like oh I should do that because I'm going to disappoint this person rather than just like speaking up for myself and in the long run like things will be better because I'm not like hiding different parts of myself Mm -hmm. or like resentment whatever but you know what we are we're trugging along we're chugging along. I'm really trying to get in touch with like my thoughts and my feelings and make sure that I'm listening to them and like analyzing and sort of like thinking about things. Like even yesterday, I was really overwhelmed with work mm-hmm. and I had a lot on my plate and I didn't want to ask for help. I was like, if I ask for help, like I'm going to look like I can't do my job that um, I should have like looked at this earlier because they did give it to me like a week in advance, but I was focused on other things. And so I was like freaking out. Like, you know, when you're so overwhelmed that you're like, I'm, uh, I'm gonna cry. Yeah. I was like, all the time. it's time for me to cry I start I call Olivia when I feel this way I'm like I'm calling Olivia call Olivia and I start crying and I'm like what do I do <laughs> I'm like please help me and they're like all right why don't you ask for help and I'm like 
<laughs> thank you therapist <laughs> and so we like write out I like wrote out a little thing and everything was fine and I got the help that I needed and like was so less stressed but like it's just so interesting trying to like overcome judgmental thoughts and things that have been like so deeply rooted in you especially from like theater I feel like I remember the first time that I feel like I like stood up for myself in the theater world you know I usually the show goes on put your head down and do it like da 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 and I remember I was at Summerstock I was so so ill so sick and they wanted me to come to a rehearsal and I was like I cannot come like I am so sick and if you want me to be ready for opening in four days please let me rest so I hope that inspires something for you guys dudes it's fucking hard but it it's is great when like it, it it isn't a big thing. Like I thought when I came home early from a family vacation, only by day, but I thought it was going to be a whole big thing. And then people were going to get angry and be very like butthurt and offended. They weren't. No one cared. Yeah. <laughs> they were on vacation. They were focused on having one. They were like, cool, you go home. Good luck, bitch. A hundred percent. I think it's just like, and I, and I know this, people have told me this and I'm starting to see this myself is like, the more you do it, the more yes. that you tell people. The, it's, it's like a muscle. A hundred percent. And I think the more like safe reactions you get and you realize like people, you know, sure, they'll have their feelings and their emotions, but you can like figure things out, like whatever it may be, like the the easier it feels to like not feel like threatened by it like for in my relationship that's what I did all last year we worked so much on communication and whatnot and not that Olivia was ever threatening that was my last situation but I had to learn to like you know fear is so like paralyzing I mean so the interview that came out this past week literally we spoke about it I spoke about it a lot with my therapist I was like oh god that really fucking hit a note with me no that interview hit hard hit in a good way in a great way but like hit like truly like even when you know something else is probably better, the fear of change or just like stepping out of sight of your comfort zone. Yeah. Absolutely paralyzing. And so I'm really trying to focus on fear can't hurt me. Uh, cause I'm a scared little bitch. No, <laughs> and it's I want to be fearless. Fearless. Exactly. Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's so hard to get, out of your comfort zone and change things up and and do like even I I have heard this a lot lately like people the what is it the devil I know over the The devil you know beats the devil you don't a hundred percent so you rather just like stay in the place where you know everything about it even if it's not as good but I'm sick of being miserable and that's okay and and (sighs) you just gotta work every week (sighs) you see you're flexing your Hulk muscles you got it (laughs) Your champagne <laughs> muscles, like I'm buff. You're bursting at the seams, like I the champagne am. pop, popping bottles in the club. Um, speaking of <laughs> popping bottles in the club, uh, so I'm like halfway through January of dry January. Oh yeah, um, how's it going? Go- again, I don't think I'm the best example for like a dry alcoholic January because I don't really drink that much. I feel you. I drink like once a week. Usually, I go out once a week, and so. I feel like I don't need to do dry January. I think I more so just like wanted to factually know that I could, particularly because I mm. think once you become like not even like a, a legal adult, but like uh, somewhere around basically when you go to college, you start drinking and you kind of don't ever stop. No, 100%. <laughs> like all of you are going out. Things are mm-hmm. usually so alcohol centered. And like most 
even just social events. A hundred percent. And sometimes it can be like really hard. Like sometimes I want to do something, but I don't want to like go out to a bar. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to even think of. I'm like, I start like thinking about like, oh, like what stuff do I do? And I'm like, I don't really know. I think like I, I developed a lot of habits of numbing things to like sort of get by during periods where like depression was really bad. But I now think like numbing is now a habit. Mm. Um, And I think substances are a great thing that people can use to numb. And not that I really drink very much, but I was like, I want to know that I can go a month without drinking yeah, and conduct my life like normal. Yeah. Um, Now have I still been taking edibles? Absolutely. Could I probably use a time of being free from both of them? Yeah, probably. We're working on that. Okay. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. You know what? You posted a TikTok and I really like what you said. You were like going out like a greater than staying out. Yeah. And I really appreciated that because I think like especially in the winter, it's like hibernation season mm-hmm. and, and everybody, you know, wants to be at home more or cozy more. And there can sometimes be judgments around people leaving early or people mm-hmm. not wanting to go out at all. But it, it's about choosing to go out versus like, I'm just going to stay out until all hours in the night because everybody else is because I feel like I have to. Like, that's the thing is I, I am so prone to hermiting. Like mm. when we did our little drag night, uh, yeah. watching RuPaul's Drag Race episode the other night, or I had a friend's birthday um, who a couple of our friends and I went to. I, I Every part of me was like, don't go, don't go, don't go. And I went and particularly the friend's birthday. I didn't stay super long. Yeah. I said my hellos, had some little conversation. And then left. And I left. And here's the thing. No one really cared. I was happy I saw them. I left the house. I like did some little socializing. It was good for the little chemicals in my brain. <laughs> um, and then I went home and then I had a lovely chill evening. Like, yeah. And if someone's yelling at you for wanting to go home, that's a them. them. Yeah. Yeah. That's super rude of them. None of my, I go home early all the time. Yeah. None of my friends have ever yelled at me for it. No, no. I'm just like, I I, I really thought that that was a good way of saying it, especially because I think something that happens sometimes to me and I imagine other 20 somethings is like a lot of people talk about their 20s and it's like, this is the time to do it. This is the time to to go out until all more hours of the morning to, you know, chase your dreams to do it all. And so sometimes when it when I don't want to go out or when I want to leave early, I'll be like, Oh gosh, like am I living my life to my fullest in my 20s? But like life isn't a one size fits all. Like True. I don't like going out till 3 a.m. Right. <laughs> that holds no appeal to me. Uh no, and I'm uh, certain plenty of people don't like the shit I love. Like I'm hyped tonight because an episode of the the talk back they do after recording the actual episode of a new season of my Dungeons and Dragons show is out. And am I so excited for Sarah to leave and I'm going to cook a little dinner and I'm going to I'm going to watch it and I'm going to Oh, lovely, lovely I'm evening. so excited to watch <gasps> Traders tonight. That's coming out at 9 p.m. on Peacock. <gasps> I can't even go that high right now. I was saying to Audrey before we started recording, the heat in my apartment is so effing dry and I wake up in the morning and I literally cannot talk. I've had to just fully turn it off in my apartment and it's still rather toasty in here. And admittedly, we have lights on right now, but it's been turned off for a while and it was still, it's hot in here no usually I keep my heat off but this last week has actually been cold in New York like in the 20s like low 30s and so I've had to put it on because I don't have a choice 
yeah except to freeze well, i'll turn mine off and it'll still just produce heat anyway oh so, see <laughs> I'm no really sure what's up with that. i do not have that i do not have that but yeah i know this week's like a friend wanted to do something and i was like i don't really want to do this because like i just don't like the things that need to happen to do this no. thing and my the, my brain instantly went to like oh my gosh like am i not living my life in my 20s but you know what no i just i don't want to do it nah nah so you don't have to do anything you don't want to do except for like go to work i don't know flush the toilet after you go to the bath sure <laughs> drink water i don't know eat your nutrients the, 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 the not even it's not a joke i don't know why i was about to call it a joke but something that i'll always say and i've stopped saying it out loud because it doesn't mean anything but i always say to my head is we don't need anything we need things for a purpose uh, like you technically don't need anything. You need something to live. You need water to live. Sure. But you don't need anything as a resting state. Ooh. <laughs> and that means both something and nothing at all. Mm. Uh, so that's from your local philosophy corner with uh, Audrey Olivia Jean Flowers. Slay. Guys, in the brief switchover where we have to redo the camera, uh, I opened up dating apps. Oh. And Wait, I give us an update. Nothing dramatic. Oh. Just... There was someone I was messaging with a little bit back and forth. We didn't get too far into it. And then I stopped replying. And you want to know why? Why? Because the last message they sent was, you're sexy, BTW. The upside down smiling face. Love your red hair. (laughs) No. And I just, not to make generalizations, but also to incredibly generalize about men on dating apps. Whenever they say something, I'm like, oh, you're so sexy. That is the most embarrassing thing you've ever said. Why would you start with that? Maybe you could get away with that in person, like if you're really cool and smooth. But via dating apps where I get no tone of voice or anything, you just messaging me, you're, you're so sexy, sexy. BTW. <laughs> like, what? I wouldn't even feel uncomfortable like if it was in person. Like, like unless yeah. I like know you know you, you yeah. know? Like, uh, like, I don't want some random but person like, coming up to me. Why like, is that a message you think is going to succeed? If not many men listen to this podcast, that's not going to work. <laughs> don't try it. It's just a little creepy. I don't know. Like, let's talk. Like, let's get to know each other before you're like, you're so sexy. Uh, yeah. Unless, like, you're exclusively trying to hook up, which isn't typically what the dating app hinge is used for. Yeah. Um. But even so, like, what are you hoping for here, sir? And a lot of men will open with, you're so sexy. What am I supposed to reply to that with, sir? Let us know. Men, we're going to, I'm going to clip this. We're going to put this on TikTok. What is a woman supposed to reply to on a dating app when a man says, you're so sexy? I think what they want is for me to reply back, you're so sexy too, baby. Uh, I'm not gonna. No. like You can't make me. (laughs) You can't can't make me or like what do they think do they think that that's gonna like prompt you to maybe like send a photo or something i don't know what their desire is i mean this brings me back to i i asked this on the podcast like a year and a half ago when Ooh. this was an issue but do you remember when a guy messaged me asking do you have a plunger <laughs> my toilet's broken and this was someone i'd already been talking to and i was like no i i don't and we live nowhere near each other and we couldn't figure out if he was trying to flirt with that a lot of the times I really can't do less is my advice. To okay. Men. Do less. The plunger. You cannot be flirting with the plunger. plunger. Is that just like <laughs> an honest <laughs> that that is has to be an honest I'll, question I'll see it for the next uh, episode that we do solo if I can find the messages because I was we were so confounded of just 
why are you messaging me this? About a plunger. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Anyway, so dating's going great. Dating's going great. But you know what you don't need in dating? Your girls. Haha, <laughs> that transition. <laughs> but <laughs> guys, there's been this what? Like, you know what you don't need in dating? Your girls. And then we're going to be talking about, like, girls and girlhood. But what I do need in dating is girls. Oh, that's... Fuck. Never mind. You guys, I forgot. Also, I've got beef with you straight women. Oh. Why do you have to refer to your friends who are girls as your girlfriends? You really... That's very confusing for me. Call them your friends. It's not essential that I know they're girls. And if it is, then say, my friends, who are all women. Don't call them your girlfriends. Because then I'm like, are you gay? (laughs) And I can't tell, and I'm bad at reading things, and I'm, for some reason, losing my mind quickly on this episode. <laughs> anyway. You just have a lot of passion and feeling. I do. Fabulous. On to girls. We're girls. We're girls. We're going to be upset at men. <laughs> <laughs> so true though but you know as everybody knows there's a uh, tiktok trend called like where or whatever playing. like it could be like we're girls we're gays we're theys and then you talk about like the common things that you do as that person and honestly like i just love the girlhood trend that's going on i love something that i just love is I've gone on the subway like the last couple of times and I've seen multiple women wearing bows Mm -hmm. or have these like really cute bow like purses and just like everybody like kind of expressing this femininity Um, because I've always been this person like I always have loved pink and so for it to be like celebrated like worldwide right now like I'm just living for it. Yeah there definitely is an aspect in which like I remember growing up like it was uncool to like girly things like I hated the color pink and I find it really interesting of something I've seen people talk about a lot on TikTok and I find really interesting is that like current girls Mm -hmm. are sort of like imitating or reaching for womanhood before it's really their time like yeah teens are increasingly like preteens are looking older and older and are doing these things like sort of echoing being older and trying to give the appearance of it younger and younger yeah whereas I feel like all the adult women I know are now reaching for girlhood. Like, yeah. we're all clinging desperately, trying to, like, refine that spark and joy. Totally. Um, And I just think that's a really interesting contrast. Yeah, 100%. I remember being younger, and I've always been pretty, like, preppy in, in my fashion sense, but that wasn't really cool when I was younger. And I remember, like, kind of, like, rejecting that style mm. and sort of, like, finding my way back to it. Honestly, I don't really know, like, 100% what my style is, but I do own a lot of pink. I was really tomboyish growing up Hmm. Um, and I think there was a lot of factors for that partially because my sister was a little more tomboyish but I know a big factor and it was I played Peter Peter Pan in a play that I was in and I cut my hair short to look like Peter Pan and so everyone really always thought I was a boy for like a good chunk of my life oh wow and like to the point in which a story that I'll tell is I remember going into the bathroom at school and a girl screaming ah there's a boy in the girl's bathroom tell the principal and I didn't go to the bathroom at school for like three years after that um oh no (laughs) but I on the flip side of it so my niece has pretty long hair right now yeah but she has like a really sensitive head like brushing her hair is a whole ordeal she will start crying like immediately it like her hair is just always a like a rat's tangled mess yeah um and so my sister reached out to me recently being like hey would you mind talking to her she's considering like cutting her hair short like buzzing it like luca and mine luca's my nephew and i didn't have mine buzz but i had like shorter way shorter than like the Bieber sweep. Okay. Like in between a buzz and a Bieber. Okay. Um, and they were like, would you mind talking to her? And I was like, 
I, I would be happy to talk to her, but just like to let you know, like, yes, I would point out like some people are going to probably read you as boys in public. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, that's up to you whether or not okay with it. But I don't think I'll be actively discouraging her. Cause I think that would actually probably solve a lot of her problems. Like she dislikes having her hair brushed or yeah. really up, but she also finds it a nuisance. Like she really doesn't like brushing it. It hurts. Like yeah. having it short would practically be very good for her. A hundred percent. Um, so we haven't had the call yet. <laughs> and so I don't know if they've decided to have me not talk to her after that, or if my niece has just fully moved on, it could be that or one of a million reasons. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. That was just fl- flirting in my mind as we think about girlhood, boyhood. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. But I, I it's almost feels like some camaraderie, which feels nice. Mm-hmm. And I think these things are so funny because I looked up a bunch of TikToks that were like were girls and the things that these girls would say. I'm like, I do that. Like it was so crazy to to you know just to feel that connection like through the phone of like. Like, for example, we're girls. We always want a sweet treat. Like, women always want a sweet treat. Yeah. Like, I, before I came here, you, there is a convenience store at the corner. I got my sweet treat for tonight. M&M's and pretzels. <laughs> like, yes, please. I have a little Klondike bar ice cream in my freezer, but I thought it was the sandwich type. And it's, they make other ones that aren't sandwiches. And I'm, I'm devastated. What would mm-hmm. I do for a Klondike bar? Not much for this one. My current sweet treat fixation has been Nutella and pretzels. Mm. Like I keep a jar of Nutella and like that is my thing. I've gotten really addicted to the Chobani flip cups. Oh my God. <laughs> I love uh, the s'mores one. I love the key lime. Ooh. I've got a bunch of the key lime in my fridge. And here's the, th- the cookie dough is also really good. I'll just like, pound through those oh no i know they're like they're a sweet treat like i always want a treat okay we're girls we haven't changed our tampon in eight hours yeah no i'm definitely not great at that i don't know i think i've told the story on the podcast of i tried a a cup one time because julia really liked it it recommended and it got stuck and it took me like two days to get it out and then she was like you need to try it again i was like okay so i tried again took me like another two days to get it out i'm like this can't be good for me no i have been really into period underwear lately I got some from Think, I think it's called. I started my period last night, so that's really great. Uh, but I related to this one, like, so much. Like, it is so bad the amount of times that I've just, like, kind of let my tampon sit in my hoo-ha. Really easy to forget. Uh, yeah, I just, like, sometimes I'm like, I just don't want to deal with like, taking it out. Yeah, like, it's a whole kerfuffle. I really, every month I lose my mind, but, like, really this has to happen every month literally literally it's insane i'm also the queen of running out of tampons and so just shoving some toilet paper toilet paper yeah yeah i have a bunch of tampons because i have a lola subscription so i caved and i have a lola subscription now because i also so something that like we think i have pmdd which like Mm. is a, a different hormonal thing than you um but you know, there's a lot of bad shit in tampons that it's, you know, being put into our body and directly absorbed that is probably doing bad things to us. No, yeah. Uh, I love Lola. I've been using them for so long. I started in college and I just thought the idea of a subscription box was like so great. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I've honestly like at the beginning, I got too many of my subscriptions. So I just like have a lot. And I just think it's easy. It comes every two months for me, at least now. And I like it. I was so impressed. My sister, I swear she's built different. When we were on family vacation, we were both on our periods at the same time. Um, And she like uses the ones that are like so environmentally friendly that they don't even have an applicator. Oh, no, I can't do that. I Mm -hmm. can't. 
I cannot do that. Nope. Nope. You know what? <laughs> I respect it so hard and it's probably so much better for the environment. But if Taylor Swift gets to keep her jets, I get to keep having an applicator for shoving some cotton up my vagina. A hundred percent. I'm thinking about this because today I like took a shower and after I was like, you know, some like somebody just like invented the tampon. Like, do you actually, ever do you get- want to know the story of it? They actually didn't invent the tampon. Oh. What happened was I forget if it was World War One or two. OK. It was one of the two of them. Uh, nurses started using. They were actually designed like obviously not the current modern design we have now, but they were little plugs designed to like fill up bullet wounds and nurses started using them as tampons. At least this is a story I learned. I have not fact checked this recently. This could just be like an old wives tale. But yeah, no, uh, it was little like cotton rounds that they had for plugging up wounds. Oh my God. Um, and they were like, what am I stuck inside of me? Would that be crazy? Oh my God. That's so interesting. I just like had one of those like silly moments. That, like when you think about like life in the world and you're like, wow, like one day somebody decided to shove cotton up their vagina mm-hmm. and now we have tampons. I would say I do miss <laughs> miss. I was not alive for this. This is a long time ago. <laughs> Women used to just get to go off and chill together away, like in a little tent. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm, 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 I was I'm, like, that makes I'm zero. wildly oversimplifying. There was like, certain cultures where women on their period during their period where they would all get to go off together oh just because they were all bleeding yeah i mean i think it was more so i I don't think it was in like a girl boss way it was probably in like fuck these women just send them out to the tent um but i really think it's insane that that's where girlhood started in those tents with all that women (laughs) bleeding they are like we have each other oh also cycle sinking apparently isn't a thing no, I don't think it is. But I like remember being a little kid and being I, like, oh, my God, I got my period because I meant all girls sleep away camp and somebody probably has their period in here. Like, oh, my God, we're sinking off. <laughs> ah! um, yeah, very much not an actual thing. But I know because Olivia and I like are always together. And I mean, they but don't I, get their I period. I swear at my boarding school, <laughs> all of us on our floor, we get the period at the same fucking time. Um, but I mean, also part of it is realistically it's like what five days of the month the odds of you overlapping decently high i don't know mathematically what they are and i'm not gonna do the math because i don't care um period you can do it if you want ready we're girls we have stomach problems so many stomach problems you guys the other day i was making an appointment for my gastro because i have stomach problems and it was like what like click your issue and it was like you know, listed a bunch of issues. And so I start going like acid reflux. I have that hemorrhoids. I have that. How can I choose more of these? I was like irritable bowel syndrome. So I just put irritable bowel syndrome, but I literally like listed off like five different issues and I couldn't click all of them. <laughs> like I am that girl. The other day I was also like in my um, apartment and my stuff, like my head hurt, my stomach hurt. Like I just wasn't feeling well. And I recently saw this TikTok where it was like, like we're in a relationship or like I'm her boyfriend. Like, of course, like I'm going to tell her like your stomach hurts and your head hurts because you haven't you eaten haven't anything. Any and, yes, you haven't had water. and You haven't eaten anything all day. And I literally like I had this moment where I was like, shit, like I'm not feeling well. And then I was like, wait, I don't I haven't had enough water. I need to eat something. And if I t- complain to Olivia, they will say, like, have you eaten? 
Have you had water? <laughs> I literally the other day I was like, what if I got a Neopet? Because hopefully reminding me to, f- I would remember to feed and drink, give it water. Uh, and maybe that would remind me to eat and drink water. And I was seriously considering trying to Neopetify myself. I love that. Ready? We're girls. We're going to go to Target, even though we don't need anything. That's something about being in the city is there is a Target in Soho, but Target is oh, very different Target, when you're in the city. It's not you it's it's not the same. No. I don't tar- go to Target in the city. No, Target in the city is a hundred percent not the same as in the suburbs. And honestly, lately I have felt like Target is in its flop era. I didn't grow up near a Target. So Target wasn't like I knew about it culturally, obviously, yeah. but not practically a thing for me until I went to like college yeah I loved going to Target in high school with like my mom and then I didn't realize until I got to college that it was this phenomenon yeah amongst women where you go to Target and you walk through all the aisles for like an hour and it's just this like joyful experience Mm -hmm. and then I did that like at least twice a week at college because we had an incredible target target and it was so clean Mm -hmm. and so it made it peaceful i I know a lot of people who grocery shop like regularly at our target yeah Yeah. i came back and like new york has fucked up all their targets even in the suburbs they're a mess because target isn't built for new york (laughs) no they're a mess even like back in the suburbs like of like westchester like they used to be nice and now they're not however i did have a pleasant target experience this past weekend so i'm happy to report like I felt good. Like, I feel good about my Target experience. You felt loved by Target. I did. I felt loved by Target. And honestly, I did some grocery shopping there because it was cheaper than, like, like getting some goods at, like, like, the local place in my town. Like, it's insane. Like, groceries are so expensive. Please don't even get me started. Well, everything's so expensive. I know. Okay. We're girls. We're going to pull back. (laughs) Hold on. We're girls. We're going to pull our hair back and leave out two little strands in the front. I don't do it as much anymore, but I feel like since we've moved to like the claw clip era, it doesn't work as well. But definitely back in my scrunchy high pony days, absolutely. I have never been this girl that does the two strands in the front. I think it looks weird on me. I, here's the thing. I think with my hair entirely slicked back, it's really easy for I become egg. I just become an egg. Mm. Um, and I wanted to prove, hey, I'm not bald. Um, no, I think that's why the two strands became a thing was yeah. because people were like, I don't want to look But do you remember bald. they used to be called slut strands? Oh, really? I oh, my God. This. You never heard it. I don't even know so, why it was called that. But right. I heard them called slut strands. I was like, come on. Come on. <laughs> we can't have anything. Right. Like, what is slutty about the two strands? I'm, I'm taking a wild leap. And this okay. is coming from, like, deep, deep in the archives of my brain. So this could be a total lie. Okay. It originates from skiing, and it was like slutty of girls to pull them out like this. Or in some, I feel like it came from some male-dominated sport where women would do something to like look cute, cute, and they'd be like slut. Because back in the 2000s, any woman we didn't like, what we call her, slut. <sighs> Men stink. Okay, and women did it too. Oh, I was watching something about the uh, women stink too. Like we all stink. Britney slash how we treat women uh, in celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because sometimes like the opposite of girlhood, sometimes like women do be mean to each other. Yeah. And that can be really tough. So we need to come together. We do. Come on, women. Okay. We're girls. We're going to screenshot your message and send it to each other. That's 100%. She needs to fix her slut strand. (laughs) 
I it was bothering me. Um, yeah, so I actually would always be the bitch who would pull them down, but then my hair and my face bothers me, so I would then tuck them back behind my ears. A hundred percent. Yes. I send screenshots and I have here have in you my ever notes. I accidentally sent a screenshot back to the person you screenshot it. No. I think I did it once with something really innocuous. Okay. That's um, good. So it was totally fine. But I am like so conscious of like, don't send it back to the person you just yeah. took it from. I feel like as I've gotten older though, I send less like text messages, screenshots. I send more like things that I see on social media. Yeah. I also t- <laughs> the main instance where... <laughs> I do it as I won't even send the screenshot to them is oftentimes if someone's like, oh, sorry, I didn't know or didn't understand it. I, for my own self, will go back in our text messages, find where I told them this. This is usually between me and my mom or me and my <laughs> sister or something. Um, and I'll find where they said it. And I don't ever send it to them. Mm-hmm. I just screenshot it so that if need be. You if- have it. I can pull up receipts real quick. Raw seats. It's giving receipts. You know what? I think that could be a common girl experience. And I'm going to test this out here. Like you take screenshots of different people on Instagram mm-hmm. who like have either blocked some of your friends or don't follow some of your okay. friends so that they can see like what that person is up to. Ooh, I've never done that. I have done that. I have taken some screenshots so people can see the tea. I've taken screenshots when I've seen something on social media being like, that's bad. And I think they're going to delete it at some point. (laughs) That's kind of iconic to like have it. Yeah. To be able to reference to because there have been Mm. times where I've wanted to go and reference something and I haven't been able to. And so like an example of when I did take the reference was this was a while ago, like probably coming up on a year but a mutual friend of ours posted what I thought was a shitty religious graphic and that I thought was mean to a lot of the people that they care about and who care about them. Mm. Um, And I was like, this is going to cause some drama. Screenshot it immediately. Um, And I would say like, I called someone, discussed it with them. And then I found out that like it had been up for half an hour. Like all of us already knew we were calling and texting each other about it. But I was glad that I had it to reference when like, Eight months later, my friend and I were talking about it and Julie were like, what did she say? And I was like, don't worry. I screenshotted it. I knew I'd want to be able to reference it. (laughs) I'm playing the long game, bitch. The long game. Okay, ready? This applies to you when you're dating. We're girls. We're going to get the ick. When's the last time you had the ick? Literally two seconds ago. Literally three seconds ago (laughs) in that man. Whenever someone does say something really catastrophic on a dating app though i do screenshot it because often i'll i'll post them not showing the person's face or any details but i'll post them in like when i do like an instagram yeah post of like various things i'll include a screenshot of whatever the wildest thing a man has said to me on a dating app recently is um because i think that's peak comedy yeah people need to know exactly the people need to know i don't know when the last time i had the ick was because i've been dating for so long What's awful about me is I'll sometimes, <laughs> oh god, people liking me back and being interested in me sometimes aches me. I'm like, mm, why do you like me that much? You don't know me. <laughs> oh my god, not you that. can't win with me, guys. You're not that. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what my ick would be at this point. Cause like I'm not like the girl that would get icked out by like somebody like being obsessed with me. Like I'm like yeah, be obsessed with me. In in real person, I wouldn't get icked by that at all. But like via dating app, when people are like a little too, it's like yeah, yeah. You don't know me. Back off. Yeah, I would get icked by that too. Yeah, like when somebody's like, 
I want to say like trying too hard on a dating app, but like also like not. I, I don't know. I never used them like seriously. So I feel like I never like got the experience of like actually trying to like pursue, like trying mm-hmm. to find somebody on the dating app, you know? Um, so a lot of times people's names give me the ick. I've got a lot of names I can't do because I got a lot of siblings. Um, I fully told my like long-term ex, like we dated for almost a year. I told him like, I don't like your name. <laughs> Oh, Am I a bad person? I mean, uh, no, you're just being I honest. I loved him, but I was like, I don't really like your name. <laughs> His name is Riley. I just didn't like it. I don't I don't love that name on anyone. Yeah, I mean, like, it's okay name, but like, <laughs> LOL. That means, like, you were obviously never going to stay with this person because, like, if no, you... No, no, yeah. I, I told them when I, like, was very in love with them. Like, oh, we talked really? About it. Yeah, it was just like... It, it, it was nothing against them. It's just, I don't really like that name. Oh. Nothing. I mean, you could do something about it. Change. Me. Right. Um, I wasn't going to ask the person to change their name for me, but I was just like, I don't really like your name. LOL. What was his response? Was he just like, okay. He was like, what? And I think we moved on. Okay. You know what? That's good. Okay. Ready? We're girls. We're going to buy a bag of mixed greens. Let them go bad and do it again. Guys, I'm literally trying to come up with a system right now of like how I can let less food go bad. And the best idea I've come up with is get like those little colored dot stickers that you have in like pre-K oh. and start labeling food with a sticker of a date. With a date on my calendar because I'm like, A, I'm wasting food, which like sad for the environment and like so much like it's the numbers are crazy. It's like we waste like a third of the the food that we buy in this country or something i don't remember exactly i might be misquoting that statistic probably am but it's a high number google it it's yeah. a very high number um and a that's like wasteful of food energy resources b wasteful of my fucking money bitch uh and c wasteful on i don't know our planet and there are people who don't have food so the fact that we're wasting food so flagrantly is disappointing but I feel like I never get fresh produce anymore because I've just learned that like I can't trust myself. I know. Like I can't trust myself. So I get a lot of like um, frozen vegetables and things like that because it's just safer because I feel like I am not in like the routine yet in my life to know that I'm going to like cook this every night like da da da. This obviously doesn't really work if you don't have a grocery store near to you and works not very well if you don't live in a city. But like I get produce as and when i need it right yes live close to trader joe's so i can just go get it um and that definitely helps some also that's uh, what my mom does like at home like she just goes to mm -hmm. the grocery store like every two days but like you said like if you're not living if you're living in a city if you're not living like it's hard yeah also a neuro spicy recommendation those drawers where you're supposed to put produce produce don't put produce in them that's where things go to disappear object permanence you don't have it bitch uh, put things in that drawer that can't go bad. I put sodas or alcoholic drinks when people bring them over. I'm thinking about just moving all my hot sauces. I have a ridiculous amount, probably like 20 hot sauces in my what? fridge. Yeah, I know. It's insane. The whole bottom <laughs> of my door is just hot sauces. Oh my god! I have a lot of hot sauces. And I might, because those basically won't go bad. Put things that are going to go bad where you can see them. Because again, you don't have object permanence. You're goldfish, bitch. So am I. Let's swim. Oh! <laughs> I don't know what's up with me today. I'm dying. I'm dying. Yeah, I know. But I saw that one and I was like, that, it just reminded me of me in college. Like, I used to let shit, like, expire all the time. And, I, and I'm and i not doing that now because. 
it's expensive i didn't in college but that was because i literally only bought like three things i would buy tomatoes onions and spinach and i would make every meal out of those three things that's good ready we're girls we're not gonna bring a jacket that's the truth for me i've got my boobs to keep me warm boobs or booze booze that's what we would sing in college oh yes we were going out we'd sing i've got my booze to keep me warm um, yeah, it's the vodka for me. Yeah, I'm just like, unless I have to wear a jacket, like tonight, I was like commuting, had to wear, unless I absolutely have to, I'm not wearing one. My point of view, especially living in the city, is that I run hot. Would I rather be a little chilly in the like maybe five minutes that I'm going to be walking outside? Yeah. And be comfortable temperature for when I'm in the subway and in the restaurant store, wherever the fuck I'm going? Mm-hmm. Or would I rather be comfortable for the three minutes i'm walking outside and be too hot everywhere else right and then like especially if you're going out you have to hold the jacket like it's a there's whole, nowhere to put it right a whole thing whole <laughs> just thing. be cold bitch no <laughs> hoes don't get cold a hoe never gets cold and that's on period you guys mm-hmm. all right everyone well thanks so much for joining us today we hope you had some fun with us talking about girl <laughs> shit girl things tell us like your favorite like war girls or like which ones you relate to the most we'd love to hear about or it. what you're most excited about in reclaiming your girlhood oh yeah that's a good one i love that oh well you guys you can find us on Instagram at in. Oh my God. I was going to say at Instagram. I heard you say that. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at completely fucking clueless. And you can find us on TikTok and YouTube at completely F-C-K-I-N-G clueless. Period. Her. And if you haven't listened to our interview with Carly, go listen to it. Like it's I'm, good. it is really good. She is a therapist and just gives so much great advice. I think it's also a great thing to hear, particularly at this time of year. A hundred percent. Like she really does make you feel like give yourself grace. Yeah. Yeah. We love you guys. We hope you have an amazing Tuesday, an amazing week. And do not forget to be motherfucking clueless. Okay, oh, dissonant. That was bad. <laughs> production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com, or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.